Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Fan. Nine o'clock hour in Indianapolis. For that matter, it's nine o'clock everywhere in the Eastern Time Zone. My name is Jake Query. Kevin Bowen, the other voice you hear on this program, Mark Dykton, is manning the controls for us. Joining us now on the Payless Liquors Hotline, he will be starting in the 12th position in car number 12 for his 16th Indianapolis 500. Of course, a former winner of this event, Will Power, joins us. Will, good morning to you. I'm going to begin right out of the box with this question for you. I was thinking about this yesterday. You've been through this, obviously, a number of times. The Indy 500 is so unique because there are so many events leading up to the race. Everything from like going out in the community to, of course, qualifying to carb day to the parade. As a driver, does it become a little much where you're like, look, man, just get me in the car at this point? Well, uh, I actually enjoy doing all this stuff, <laughs> to be honest. Um, I think in the younger days, it was like stressful, like the whole event, but I, I'm, I like it. I'm taking it all in. See, I love that. I mean, that's the best. Like people love that answer, right? So, which part of the build-up? What is your favorite? Um, I actually love Carb Day, like all the events after it. Not that I have any commitments. Um, we had a pit stop competition, but Community Day is cool. You get to go to school, see all the kids. Um. You know, give them a bit of knowledge about IndyCar racing, and um, I enjoy that. Uh, man, the parade's pretty cool. The whole thing. Got to enjoy the whole thing because you're just so lucky to do this as a job. I mean, you're just so fortunate. It's just an amazing job. So, love it all. He's Will Power again, as Jake said, outside of row four coming up here on Sunday. Will, in your history, um, have you preferred – Outside, middle, or inside from a starting position? Outside. I love outside. Gives you more options. Do you yeah, talk in- to – oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, Will. Yeah, I was going to say inside you pour, unless it's a gap, you're kind of stuck there. But outside you definitely have uh, more options if you want to go inside. But, yeah, or you can roll the outside if you want. Does a rookie next to you impact things at all? Uh uh, no, I, I don't think so. Um, you know, it, it, it's just uh, easy. It's pretty mixed up anyway by the time you get to turn one. But no, I don't think so. He's done a good job all this month. So that's what the thing I was going to ask, and I've kind of asked everybody this, but and the answer is very. Do you have design willpower of, of talking to the other drivers, either in your row or the row in front, just to kind of get an idea. And I realize once a green flag flies, probably all hell breaks loose and it goes out the window anyway. But do you have a game plan going into it of kind of trying to expect what everybody's going to do or talking about that? Mm, I can't remember if I've actually ever spoken to the guys in my row unless they're a teammate. Um, yeah, maybe maybe you do because you all you do line up in a group uh, as as a row before you for driver intros, so maybe you just say, "Hey, yeah, it's gonna. I'm just gonna jump the start, so don't even worry about me." <laughs> 
Well, I don't know. I can't recall if we had this conversation last year or, or not, but my wife has had some interesting interactions with yourself <laughs> and, and and your wife, Liz. Um, I think last year it was Livery, if I'm not mistaken. She saw you there during the month of May. Um, she thought you were Scott Dixon, told you good luck. Your wife very politely corrected her. And then you fast forward to this year, and all of a sudden we're on the couch the other night watching 100 Days to Indy, and your wife, who I hope is doing well, um, had a very prominent role in the last episode, along with your mother-in-law. I have not heard my wife, Maddie, laugh so hard at anything on TV in quite some time. She wants to do anything to watch a race with your wife and your mother-in-law. Is there any way we can make She loves the drinking of the wine for your mother-in-law. She loves how it, it, very intense that your wife is, understandably. Is there any way we can make this happen? Yeah, there's actually a few people who want to come in on the like you know what I, I i had no clue how my wife is uh during a race all i've ever seen is some replays of her chewing a water bottle so i've never seen any verbal stuff or what she says or does so it's quite interesting for me um and she is pretty intense <laughs> both. it's pretty funny like yeah i think people would pay for the whole whole race footage of that Oh, 1,000%. We need a camera just on them coming up on Sunday. I think your mother-in-law deserves her own camera as well. Yeah, no, I, uh, but yeah, if you want to get in on the act, I think, think yeah, I think there's a few people who want to do that. <laughs> hey, Will, for, you know, for those that don't know, Will Powers, our guest, you grow up in Australia, you come to the United States, you run for KV Racing Technology back in 08, you get an opportunity with Penske Racing filling in when, when Elio was not able to drive, and you parlay that into a full-time ride, and you become obviously one of the dominant drivers in the course of your career. But you marry a girl from Indianapolis. Your wife, Liz, went to Hamilton Southeastern and is from the area. Does yeah. that you know? So does that give you kind of a, a connection to the city of India? I know you live in Charlotte, but for yeah. people that are looking for somebody to root for, do you kind of consider yourself a Hoosier now? Oh man, I love the city of Indianapolis. We've considered moving back up here for the for our little boy for schooling, um, because it's a great city. It's 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 a really it's got a real small town feel for a big city. So um, we have considered moving back here. Um, you know, obviously I have the team down there, so while I'm driving, I'm down there down in Charlotte. But um, um, yeah, yeah, no, I, I love Indianapolis. Is like a second home. Obviously, spend a lot of time up here, not only in the month of May, but in the off season and so on with uh, IndyCar meetings. But uh, uh, yeah, great place, great place to to live and grow up. I reckon. And um, um, yeah, I, I would I would live back here for sure. So I think I told you this, Will. Matter of fact, I know I told you this, but I, I need your advice here, Will Power. I, I need your advice on this. I've got. I met a guy a couple of years ago. We talked about it on the radio show here, from Melbourne, Australia. Met him at a Pacer game. Came to Indianapolis specifically to see the Pacers play, and so I befriended him and said, "Well, you've got. To, I'll show you around town." And I became this guy's tour guide. Took him to the Speedway, showed him around, and we've become friends ever since. He is bringing seven of his buddies from school, his boys, if you will, from Melbourne. They're all from Australia. They're coming specifically to the United States to come to the Indy 500, but they've made a trip out of it. They started in L.A., then they went to Vegas. They've been in Vegas for four days. Now they're going to Miami, and then they're coming here. But the 500 is the epicenter of their trip. And and then I thought to myself, I've bitten off more than I can chew, and these guys are going to run me rampant, and I've got a, bro- a race to broadcast. 
What what can I anticipate from hanging out with eight Australian guys on like a guys trip? Uh, you better you better be ready to go drinking. <laughs> Slamming Fosters. Yeah. Big, yeah, not Fosters by the way. Fosters is not uh, like no one likes Fosters. They'd be oh. drinking VB. If they're from Melbourne. They'd be drinking VB. Victoria better. VB, <laughs> okay. Jotting okay. us down. Thank you for okay. that correction. All Much right. needed. <laughs> is yeah. that a decent beer? Oh yeah, I used to drink VB. I mean, uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> no. ask, them, ask them if they want a tallie. You want a, you want a VB tallie? If they're about my age, I'd be like, oh yeah, you got tallies? You're joking. <laughs> <laughs> not sure that was a ringing endorsement by Will on the VB. Action, this is man. what I'm talking about right here, right? I was just going to take him to Outback Steakhouse. Um, Will, or, how's your car? Because, you know, I, I know that in qualifying, you kind of carried the flag for Penske Racing in terms of having a fast qualifying car. But I had an eyebrow raised up a little bit after that last practice on Monday because it looked like in traffic and with other cars around you, that Verizon – Car number 12 Chevrolet for Penske is pretty good. Am I on to something there? Yeah, it is. It is. It, it is really good. I'm really happy. Like, I haven't had a car like this for a long time. So, um, yep, really happy with the car and traffic. I think the tires are going to play a big part of this race with the vibrations. So, if you've got a car that can look after that, I think you'll be really good second half of the stint. But, uh, yeah, happy with the car, man. I, I mean, I've never been able to run so close, so pretty cool. Interesting. Uh, Will Powers with us here again, starting outside of row four, of course, the 2018 champ. Well, if you don't mind, I want to go back to what I think had to be probably one of your more nerve-wracking moments at the Speedway when you were part of the last row shootout and that qualifying attempt. And I was thinking of Graham Rahal, or I was thinking of that moment for you watching Graham Rahal on, on Sunday. What do you recall about that that qualifying attempt where, you know, you think you kissed it in turn two and, and you just had to hold on for dear life to qualify? Yeah, it's uh it's it's not a good feeling. Very nerve wracking. Very nerve wracking. You cannot miss a gear. Like it's literally it's this run, that's it, that's all you got. And if you don't if anything goes wrong, you're not making the field. And, you know, like you said, I hit the wall, like I, I you know, hit the wall pretty any harder and i'm not finishing that run but uh yeah it's not a good situation but it gives you a ton of respect for qualifying at this place and and how hard it is you know like it was i've never been so excited to be uh on the last row you know more happier than being on the first row so it's pretty cool to go through that and make it and start right at the back um but yeah not a i felt you know, gutted for uh, Graham, uh, obviously happy for Jack Harvey, but and I would have been vice versa. Both of them love both those guys, great people. Uh, um, you know, and Graham ends up getting in the field anyway uh, because of poor old Stefan. But um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's a very unpredictable place, very unpredictable. Like honestly, in qualifying, even leading up to it, you have no idea where you're going to stack up. You think you're good, and then suddenly, you know, everyone you know, gets gets their race car, their bolly cars right, and suddenly you're looking on the outside, you're looking from the outside in, and it's it's that's the beauty of this place. You have no clue how things unfold. It's so unpredictable. Well, last one from me. I, I think it's been pretty uncharacteristic, the Team Penske performances of the 500 here over the last few years. Um, 
how would you describe Roger Penske's level of frustration with that here over how the team has performed? Yeah, it's it's actually confusing because for us because we've worked so hard, we don't know where these guys get this massive, these big speeds because it doesn't transfer over to the race. It's only in qualifying. You know, the the the, the speed of the cars in race trim are the same, so. We don't know what what they're doing to get these massive laps. Um, it's incredible the amount of horsepower or drag you need to do that is is, is a lot. Um, so yeah, we'll keep working. It's not from lack of trying, I can tell you that. Not from lack of trying. Well, will the last one for me would be this along those lines, and that is that you know it's a 500 mile race. It's 200 laps. I think a lot of us, myself included watching the race in the first 40 to 60 laps, you know, we get super excitable or we think to when, when, when things go awry for a driver, I, you know, I know I can't remember if it was last year or two years ago where like right off the beginning, your car kind of got away from you a little bit and you're just kind of chasing it all day from a driver's standpoint, how mentally challenging is it to remind yourself of the distance of the race and not get caught up good or bad and what your car is like for the first quarter to half of it. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, uh, something that i am obviously done it a lot, a lot yeah, many times, so I'm very aware of the distance of the race. Um, last year it was, yeah, I had an extremely loose car at the beginning. By the second half, we got it right, but then it was too late, too far back. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, but you got to know, like, uh, if you watch our the last stint unfolded last year like who would have thought Dixon gets a penalty you know Erickson was back in fourth or fifth and he comes through for the win so like I said it's unpredictable you got to have a good car obviously for that last shootout and this year it's going to be tight like no one no one will lead for more than a lap in those last few laps no one it's it's the level of downforce they've given us it's efficient downforce so it's not really that draggy so you've just added grip to the car so you can follow close Uh, uh, i think it'll be a really good race it it will be i know it will be gotta love those comments from an entertainment standpoint he's starting in his preferred lane that is outside it is row four Marcus Erickson on the inside, Benjamin Peterson, a rookie in the middle, and then Will Power, the 2018 champ, who I think can get some pretty good value on right now, um, starting here, coming up on Sunday. Will, good luck. Uh, like I said, my wife is all in on the Liz Power mother-in-law viewing party, so maybe we can talk about that off air. Bring VB Tollies. Yeah. VB Tollies, <laughs> for sure. VB Tollies, or then you got the stubby. So we used to have the stubby and the tolly. Well, it <laughs> sounds like we could have two kegs and then some wine for the mother-in-law if she prefers that. But uh, good yeah. luck on Sunday, man. Thank you for the time. All right, thank you.